Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, the Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. Let us begin our study with prayer. Father, we cannot understand your word without your grace. We acknowledge our weakness so your power can reach perfection in us. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide us to the truth. And may we share as soon as possible whatever you teach us. Amen. I say that prayer every day when I begin my prayer time in the morning. I have been saying it for years and continue to do so as a reminder of his presence in me as my personal teacher. The scripture at the top of every lesson of the Bread of Life Catholic Bible study is John 14, 26. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I told you. Jesus is telling this to his disciples so that when he ascended into heaven, his spirit would come down, come to them, and be their teacher, and to remind us that our teacher is the Holy Spirit. All who have been baptized have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
This Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent. We are being reminded of the first Christmas when Jesus came to us through the Virgin Mary over 2,000 years ago and in preparation for the second coming of Christ. It is the beginning of the new church year. We just finished cycle A with Christ the King last week and are now in cycle B. Actually, the readings extend Christ the King and the second coming with our need to prepare for this second coming. And then as we approach Christmas, the first coming if announced. We are going to cover, be covering the gospel of each week of the Bread of Life Catholic Bible study. Let us begin by reading Mark 13, 33 to 37. Listen carefully to what Jesus is saying as he is speaking, speaks to, to you through the, his word. Picture yourself as one of his disciples listening to him. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. As to the exact day or hour, no one knows it, neither the angels in heaven nor even the Son, but only the Father. Be constantly on the watch. Stay awake. You do not know when the appointed time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own task. And he orders the man at the gate to watch with a sharp eye. Look around you. You do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether at dusk, at midnight, when the cock crows, or at early dawn. Do not let him come suddenly and catch you asleep. What I say to you, I say to all, be on guard. The word of the Lord. The first question asked is what are we to do and what do we not know? Matthew 24, 42 tells us, stay awake, therefore, you cannot know the day your Lord is coming. So we had to stay awake. We do not know when Jesus will come again. We do know he came over 2,000 years ago as a baby, born of the Virgin Mary. Matthew 24 also says, the coming of the Son of Man will repeat what happened in Noah's time. In the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying, and being married, right up to the day Noah entered the ark. They were totally unconcerned until the flood came and destroyed them all. The second question says, what are we to attend and what two things are we to watch? 1 Timothy 4, 15 and 16 says, attend to your duties, let them absorb you so that everyone may see your progress. Watch yourself and watch your teaching. Persevere at both tasks. By doing so, you will bring to salvation yourself and all who hear you. 
There was a time that I was attending to everyone else's duties and missing what I needed to do. I have learned over time that 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 leads to judging others. Once I started attending to myself and my relationship with God, I left the door open for the Holy Spirit to work in me, to cleanse me and convict me of my own wrongdoing. He showed me that meant what he showed me that meant that meant loving one another as he loves me, and that was unconditionally. Whom does a man who leaves home to travel abroad leave in charge, and how does he leave them? What does the man order the gatekeeper to do? Mark 13.34, leaves his servant in charge, each with his own task. The man at the gate is to watch with a sharp eye. What did Mary call herself, a blessed mother? Luke one thirty eight says, Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me as you say. With that, the angel left her. Mary called herself a servant. I must ask myself, do I see myself as a servant of the Lord? Am I saying yes, as our blessed mother did to the word of God? I cannot be his servant if I do not listen Listen to or know his word. Mark 13, 31 says, The heavens and the earth will pass away, but my words will not pass. This is how important it is for us to know the word. John 1 tells us, The word was in the beginning, and the word became flesh in Jesus Christ. He wants to talk to us personally through the word and have a relationship with us. What did Jesus say that anyone who serves him would do? Where will he be and what will the Father do? John 12, 26 says, if anyone would serve me, let him follow me. Where I am, there will my servant be. If anyone serves me, him the Father will honor. What do we not know and what must we not let him do? Mark 13, 35 to 36 says, we do not know when the master of the house is coming, so we cannot let him find us asleep. We cannot let him find us lazy in spending our days sleeping. One of the seven capital sins is sloth, that is not attending to our duties. What does he say to us and to all? Mark 13, 37. What I say to you, I say to all, be on guard. Against what did Jesus tell his disciples to be on guard? Luke 12, 1 said, Meanwhile, a crowd of thousands had gathered so dense that they were treading on one another. He began to speak first to his disciples. Be on guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. We are to be on guard against hypocrisy. I must ask myself, am I portraying myself as loving God and one another as he loves me, while inside I have anger and envy and 
etc. We who are parents are the teachers of our children. Do they see us saying one thing and doing another? Jesus was true to his word. Am I true to my word? Against what did Paul want us to be on guard? Acts 20, 30 to 31 says, from your own number, men will present themselves distorting the truth and leading astray any who follow them. Be on guard, therefore. Do not forget that the, for three years, night and day, I never cease warning you individually, even to the point of tears. We must be on guard against those from our own families who distort the truth. We will be able to discern who they are the more we get to know God's word. We must remember that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, and the more we read and ponder the word of God, the more we will be able to discern who to be on guard against. Those who do not follow Jesus Christ and follow the lead of the Holy Spirit are imposters. As we learn to listen to his voice and follow in his footsteps, we will be at peace in this broken, mixed-up world where many have distorted the truth. You will know them by the love they have for one another. For what other reason do we stay sober and alert? 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us, stay sober and alert. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Satan is real and has distorted the truth of God's word. Resist him and always remember you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. A great scripture to remind you of that is 1 John 4, 4. You belong to God, children, and you have conquered them. For the one who lives in you is greater than the one who lives in the world. From your baptism, you receive the Holy Spirit. We ought to always remember that. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. What will stand guard over our hearts and minds? Philippians 4, 7 says, then God's own peace, which is beyond all understanding, will stand guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Peace, a peace the world cannot give. But Jesus says, my peace is my gift to you. Thank you, Jesus. In finishing the questions, we have a personal question at the end. How alert have you been to the hypocrisy and lies of those who are not following God's word? This is another part to that. This week, in what way have you been able to use his word to fight against this? By doing the readings every day and reading God's word, I am alert to hypocrisy. The Holy Spirit helps me to recognize it. I have come to know God's word well enough to recognize those who are perverting the truth. They usually are not under headship, which is Christ, and he is head of the church. So I have to be under the headship of Christ, the church, and when my husband was alive, I was under headship to him. I was able to use his word 
by praying over a woman who had uterine cancer. By his stripes, you were healed. You can answer those questions on your own uh, that at the end, the personal questions. Jesus shows us his complete trust and obedience to his heavenly father when he tells us that he did not know even the time of the end. He was affirming his humanity when he voluntarily gave up the unlimited use of his divine attributes. The emphasis on Jesus' statement is that only the Father knows, and the secret is God, the Father's, to be revealed when he wills. Jesus is really telling us that no interpretation of scripture or science can predict the exact day which only his heavenly Father knows. Jesus is teaching that preparation and not calculation is needed. Look around and see how much planning goes into a wedding, the birth of a child, a career change, or the purchase or rental of a home. Jesus' Jesus's return is the most important event in our lives. And we need to ask ourselves whether we place the same importance on preparing for his return. We can prepare for his return through study of his holy word, following the teachings of the church, and receiving the sacraments. We are being told how to prepare by scripture and sacred tradition. We are not to be misled by confusing claims or idle interpretations of what will happen at the end of time. We are called to witness to Christ in season and out of season, and to be prepared for persecution. We especially need to be morally alert and obedient to God's commandments. Scripture tells us to stay sober and alert. Our opponent, the devil, is prowling like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Lions choose victims who are alone, sick, or not alert. Being in the company of supportive Christians is a good way of being prepared. This passage really brings home the power of right living, that is, living for God in a world where God is largely ignored. That's the end of the commentary in the book and the application for this week. This week, be alert and be aware of hypocrisy in your speech and in the speech of the members of your family, your coworkers, or school associates. First affirm this person by telling them how much God has blessed them and then witness to them that hypocrisy is a tool of Satan who is waiting to devour people who are not alert. Your speech and actions are signs to others that you will be prepared when Christ returns. In closing, next week we will be going over the second week of Advent. You can download the lesson by, from www.stdismasguild.org. You can use it to follow along as we do the gospel, and you can also do the other readings on your own as well. Let's close with a prayer. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming to us today in your incredible teaching. Thank you for being with us. You're the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, and you are our teacher. Help us to open our ears to hear what you want to teach us personally. We say the perfect prayer, our Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you and have a great week applying what you learned today to your life. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.